1: Welcome in to the DNVR Buffs podcast presented by Manscaped. I'm Henry Chisholm, and today there's actually a whole lot of stuff to talk about. Um, We have to talk about that game we watched on Saturday uh, when uh, the Buffs won at Michigan, the Miracle at Michigan, 1994. We're going to cover that. Uh, There's some interesting things happening with this Buffs offense involving some tight ends, and... We're going to speculate about why that might be uh, and really get into some football talk. Um, And then we're going to close out the show by talking about uh, this offense in 2021, Um, not 2020, but the year after, Um, because I think the. there's a lot to be looking forward to. But before I do that, I want to tell you guys about how incredible Manscaped is. Um, if you guys need a new hobby while you're stuck inside, uh, first of all, make sure you're listening to all of our podcasts and reading everything at thedmvr.com. And then once you're done with that, you should go to Manscaped, get hooked up with uh, their Lawnmower 3.0. Figure out uh, how, kind of like what your strategy is with it, um, and then by the time quarantine's over, you'll be set and ready to go. Um, It's really easy to use. It it makes life just so much better in so many different ways. And make sure that you pick up uh, their ball deodorant, which is very popular. And uh, they have shave cream, a whole bunch of different things you can get at manscaped.com. The best part is the code DNVR20 will get you 20% off and free shipping. So now's the time to make your move. Um, I know all of us are kind of like looking for extra ways to entertain ourselves. There's one for you. Um, It has been incredible for me. Okay. Um, First, we're going to talk about this football game. Um, Some... Thoughts. Uh, first of all, I don't understand why all the football players back in the day wanted to wear those crop tops. Um, I remember it was like a big deal when Ezekiel Elliott wanted to wear his jersey like rolled up. But I felt like that even looked a lot better just because it was so tight. Um, I, there's there's a very old school vibe to those mesh jerseys that just kind of hang, and then you make them short enough or fold them over, do whatever you do, so that like basically everything from your chest down is uh just hanging out there. It's weird stuff. Also, back in 1994, there was no score bug, I guess. And I kind of look into it and it seemed like that was right around the time when TV networks started just putting a permanent score bug on the screen um, for football season um, and other sports too. But uh, it's weird watching that game. You know, you really have to be tuned in. If you miss one play, then all of a sudden you're going to be thrown off. It's like listening to sports on the radio almost just because, you know, you have to know, okay, they picked up the first down there. That means they're going to be going into a first and 10. It was a three-yard run, something like second and seven. And, you know, the commentators help you out a little bit, but it's it's not easy. You know, there's no um, clock. You can't watch time tick down on that last drive uh, when they're trying to get the hail mary to win it i guess they probably weren't looking for hail mary but that's what they were stuck with uh it, it's I, I don't like it but it was interesting because i tweeted about it and it seemed like a lot of people were into that um a lot of people thought that it was just like i think the phrase like it is too cluttery is came up a few times and i don't know i i i think that's a stretch i think you need to know what's happening in the game and you can put in a little corner so you're not really losing anything um Getting into the game, though, uh, how did Colorado not win a national championship that year? And I get that, what, they finished fourth, I think, in the final poll, maybe third, something like that, Um, but oh that team was so good and there's just nfl talent everywhere i had no idea that matt lepsis played tight end I, i i knew he was a buff i knew that he played for the broncos but because he played tackle for the broncos i just assumed that he was a lineman with the buffs um to see him at a tight end spot moving around at his size that surprised me um you know, you you see the rest of their talent too. The the out there. They have uh, also at tight end. They have uh, phew, I mean the receivers to have Ray Carruth and then Michael Westbrook who makes the play of the game and does a whole bunch of other things too. Um, a, a running back, Rashawn Salam, winning the Heisman. Obviously, Cordell Stewart. Again, these are all guys who I, I knew that they were really good buffs, um, but to actually see what they did is interesting. And you know, with with Cordell again like I, I know he's a mobile quarterback strong arm but to actually see him on a college football field just whipping balls into tight windows I mean, every throw just shot out of a cannon um, and then he's running those options too, getting himself the edge uh, he was a do-it-all guy I think if you're Talking about college quarterbacks, Cordell Stewart is exactly what you're looking for. And you've seen other guys like him, you know, Vince Young, um, but, but he totally is just the peak of that perfect mold of college football quarterbacks, mobile guys who can throw the ball, have a strong arm and just have a command of the offense and have a command of the team. Um, it's just incredible to see all those pieces come together. I heard people talk about that 1994 Nebraska team being the um, the best Nebraska team. And that's why it was just kind of bad timing for Colorado. Uh, that was the one loss for Colorado that year. They beat everybody else. Um, they they won their bowl. I can't remember who they played in that bowl game. I was looking through all this stuff, obviously. But uh, it's, it's just pretty crazy to see what those great college football teams looked like. Um, And again, watching how it changes over the course of time, you know, to jump back to 2001 and see what the Buffs offense looks like in that 62-36 game, and then jump back even further to 1994 and see what it looks like back then. Just so many changes. Um, You see that option just kind of slowly disappearing over time and more spread concepts coming up. Um, I don't know. The, the biggest takeaway was, wow, Cordell Stewart is just something else. Um, you know, and and he really is who you're hoping to find. You know, you're, you're hoping Brendan Lewis turns into that kind of guy. Um, this is a little bit different note, but uh, also happened in the past, so we're going to run with it. Um, the, uh, I think it was Silverbuff. It was definitely Silverbuff who, like, tweeted out some video of Cepho uh, grab, getting his face mask grabbed, and then he, like, turns over to the ref puts a face mask on, like, shows that he got face mask. then looks back downfield as he's rolling out of the pocket, hits a guy for first down. I think it's Philly hits for a first down. Um, just like a great play, gritty play, typical Cepho-type play. Um, and I, I'd like to go back and watch some more of those games when Cepho was the quarterback from a few years ago. Oh, next up, by the way, we're watching uh, the National Championship, 1990. Um, and again, that'll be on Saturday. I don't think we've locked in 130 is the time again. But, uh, I would assume we are running with 130 again, so we can talk about that or I'll, I'll confirm that tomorrow, but, um, yeah, it should be fun. 1990 national championship, uh, back to the point, silver buff tweet out that video with Cepho. Um, and it made me think, you know, if, if I'm Carl Durrell or whoever's in charge, Darren Cheverini, the offensive coordinator, um, you know, I'm, I'm sitting down Brendan Lewis and saying, okay. We understand that you're young. We understand that you're, you know, 18. You don't have a bunch of experience. There's going to be a learning curve. Uh, but what we want is for you to do everything that Cepho did and just show him that play. Show him all of those other Cepho type plays and basically just explain to him, you know, you are right now likely as talented as Cepho was at the end. Um, and Cepho was able to turn that into a, an appearance in the Pac 12 title game. If, if Brendan just takes that same sort of attitude to the field and just has that like winning type mentality, you just go get the job done. Um, you find a way to get the ball to somebody's hands. You know, it, I, I think that you can get him to play like that. And for for all that Stephen Montez was good at, he, that's what was really missing, is just that winner's champion type mentality. Like, we're going to go out there, we're going to finish the job because that's what we do. Like, every single play, we're going to find a way to get something out of it. Um, there's just too many dead plays, and those came up and bit him. Um, you know, Brendan Lewis has a much higher ceiling than Sefo, but what's going to determine whether he is successful. His team is successful is whether he can have those same qualities that Cefo had that, that focus, the discipline, making sure everybody's lined up, just, just buckling everything down and making sure that you can pull something out of every play, um, and avoid the negative plays. I, I don't know. I was just thinking about that. And so I said it. Um, but yeah, I, I, it was definitely fun watching that game. It's going to be fun watching the 1990 game. Um, But first, I want to tell you guys about our good friends at Breckenridge Brewery who are uh, still delivering food, still delivering beer, um, even during everything that's going on. Uh, They're a local business. They've been a part of Colorado for 30 years now. And so you should be doing what you can to support them because they support us and that helps us too. Um, Plus, it's really good food, it's really good beer. And uh, if you use the code DNVR, you can actually get $5 off your meal, which is, you know, a great value. On top of that, they have daily specials. Um, some of them come with alcohol specials as well. Uh, there's there's really no reason not to be getting your food from them because they'll just bring it right to you every day from noon to 8 p.m., um, Again, you use the code DNVR. You get to take $5 off. And if you're just interested in their beer, first of all, you can go pick it up from the farmhouse at Breckenridge Brewery. But uh, also, uh, you can use the beer locator on the Breckenridge Brewery website, and they'll tell you which grocery stores, which gas stations liquor stores um, carry Breckenridge beer. So use that as well. I also want to tell you about our new friends at msu denver online so the metropolitan state university of denver is uh really pushing online classes now and it's actually been pretty interesting to hear about how all of it works um they now have over 40 online and hybrid programs and over 750 online and hybrid classes um And there's so many reasons to pick MSU Denver and there's so many different reasons you could want to take more classes. Maybe you could just find something you're interested in um, and you, you know, you have some time to kill now and you just want to learn about it. Some of you may be trying to go back to school or get a degree in something else, change career fields, whatever. Um, The online programs at MSUDenver.edu are so great. Um, there's also other reasons to be, uh, picking MSU Denver. You know, first of all, 80% of MSU Denver alumni are still living in Denver. So if you're not planning on leaving the market, it's a great way to get an education, but also build a bunch of connections uh, that you can use as you change fields. Um, really can't, recommend MSU Denver enough. You could also be interested in uh, some in-person classes, and if that's the case, uh, it's located right across the street from Pepsi Center in downtown Denver. Um, Go to msudenver.edu backslash online to check out all of the different programs and classes that MSU Denver is offering. Okay, uh, time to talk about some tight ends now. Um, No scholarships were given out, but The Buffs did bring in two transfer tight ends. Um, Let's start with Jake Peters. So Jake Peters, a three-star tight end uh, out of California uh, in the 2018 class. Uh, He has been at Arizona for the last... Two seasons, wait 18 19, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for the last two seasons, um, as a freshman, he got in, um, caught one pass, lost yards, and then he decided to transfer. He entered the transfer portal about halfway through his let's see, that would have been a redshirt freshman season. Um, he's a big guy, of course, you know, he's a, a tight end, so that really shouldn't come as much a surprise. Um, but it's interesting that he's picking Colorado. Uh, so part of the reason that he left Arizona or likely left Arizona is that, first of all, he was kind of buried on that depth chart. Um, the other part is that Arizona typically doesn't use tight ends all that much. Um, you know, if, if they went into a season with no tight ends on the roster, they'd probably be just fine. They'd find a way around it. Um, so there were a lack of... T- n- there, there weren't too many total opportunities for tight ends, and the fact that he was second or third or fourth on the list, um, that's a that's a bad situation to be in. Um, now he's going to Colorado, and he's picking Colorado despite not having a scholarship. Um, so I don't know if he was offered scholarships from other schools or if he was stuck walking on somewhere, um, but I would assume that at least some FCS-level school would give him a scholarship to come play tight end. Um, the fact that he picked Colorado and isn't getting a scholarship makes you think that there's a good chance Colorado is going to be using some tight end heavy packages, uh, this season and going forward in this Carl Durrell offense. Um, we're going to talk more about that in a second. Um, but before we do, I want to tell you about, uh, another tight end joining the Buffs roster. And that is Matt Lynch. So Matt Lynch was a uh, quarterback who actually played at legacy high school in Colorado. Um, he, he went to UCLA as a tight end or, or as a quarterback and then, uh, switched to tight end. And I think he also caught one pass. I think his was a touchdown though. Um, he's a graduate transfer who also will be walking on at Colorado and, uh, that's even more depth. So the Broncos are, or not the Broncos, sorry. Uh, the uh, the Buffs are loading up on tight ends, which kind of makes sense. You know, they have Brady Russell, and I, I really like Brady Russell's game. I think that he can do a lot of different things. Um, but it's also true that if you want Brady Russell to be moving around the formation, doing all these different things, putting him at H-back, playing some fullback, um, that means that you have to have tight ends who can fill out that, other spot, the more traditional spot that he would typically play. Um, Right now, the buffs are very shallow at tight end. Um, Jared Poplowski is coming back. Um, He'll be, uh, I believe he'll be a sophomore. No, he'll be a junior. He'll be a junior. There we go. Um, He'll be a junior. Um, You also have Legend Brumbaugh, uh, who would be a strong candidate to be the number two tight end this year um he has the body um question is just whether he can play and we haven't seen a whole lot of him so far um but i would expect him to be a big piece of that tight end rotation then you have these two guys you have a couple of uh true freshmen coming in as well uh, caleb foria um another one from California, you know, they're likely a bit undersized right now, and maybe you could bring them on as a move tight end, but with these additions, you likely don't have to, um, which is which is a very good thing. Um, so yeah, uh, the biggest takeaway, or the, the stretch that I'm making, um, the assumptions that I'm making, they're that, Colorado is going to be running super heavy personnel. I think that's why they want to load up on those big guys um, and and just see which ones can play. Uh, can any of them get downfield and catch the ball? Can any of them block? Um, and then sort things out from there. You know the way this team is built, it would make sense to use a bunch of heavy personnel. Uh, you want to work off of that offensive line. You have a strong stable of running backs. Um, see if you can open up some lanes for them. Don't just run with spread personnel and give every lineman a one-on-one block. See if you can throw a tight end on the field, a fullback on the field, and blow up a running lane. Make it easy on these running backs. You know, they can make guys miss, but if you can let them make guys miss five yards downfield instead of as soon as they hit the hole, they're going to be a lot more successful. Um, I, I really like that this is the way... Colorado is leaning. Um, they're they're trying to, um, they're trying to dominate the trenches first. And I really like that. Carl Durrell's offense at UCLA, um, was a lot like this and and you've seen a lot of, uh, of of successful offenses build off of a, a power, pow, like a power running West Coast offense. Um, whether that's with the 49ers, um, whether that's uh, with, with the Baltimore Ravens, they have some more spread looks too. But, but what they do is primarily go out of those heavy looks, and then all of a sudden for one possession, they'll just jump out and throw four receivers at you and just open up the middle of the field and let Lamar run free. But again, they are typically built on something similar to what Carl Durrell did at UCLA. The difference in what Carl Durrell did at UCLA is is that it? It was the 2000s. It, the, none of these new ideas have been popularized. There weren't a bunch of jet sweeps. Um, there weren't a bunch of RPOs. Um, all these things that just put players in better situations, whether that's by simplifying the reads or taking players out of the play, um, all of these different little tweaks that coaches have found that can make things simpler on players or give players a little advantage. Somehow those didn't really exist when Carl Durell was running an offense. So the question is how much does he try to factor that stuff into his game plan, um, into his playbook? Um, and, and I would expect to see quite a bit, um, because that's kind of the offense he ran, except this is just the newer version of it. Um, And it requires a bunch of tight ends, a bunch of big guys. And so to see Colorado bringing in uh, just a couple more guys who can compete, you know, odds are that you would have had two guys who could play the position um, if you didn't bring those guys in Um, Brady Russell being one. And then some combination of Jared Poplowski um, legend Brumbaugh or one of the younger guys stepping up, you know, two of those guys were going to be good. Um, now there's there's a better chance that you can get three um poplowski brumbaugh um or uh the the new guys jake peters and matt lynch you know if you can get two of those four to pan out and and provide something on the football field then all of a sudden you can go as heavy as you really could want to go um it's just opening another door. Um, it's not letting your personnel limit your options. Um, Colorado, I think that that was kind of the one offensive position that could limit their options. I mean, you could talk about like the way the quarterback is working, um, the offensive line, who knows how they're going to patch every hole. But uh, when you look at the skill positions, you know you have enough receivers. You're never going to be scared to put four receivers on the field because you know you have four guys who can play. Maybe that fourth receiver isn't a plus player as a fourth receiver. I think there's a good chance it will be, but we just don't know because you're projecting so much with all these guys. Um, Or maybe you want to put two running backs on the field. You know you're going to be able to do that um, with Alex Fontenot and then either Jaron Mangum or... uh, Ashad Clayton. At tight end, you may have been just kind of stuck. If you wanted to go three tight ends, or if you wanted to use Brady Russell at fullback and throw two tight ends out there, you might have been able to get away with it, but you might not expect to win those battles. This just increases your chances of being able to do that, Um, and you don't want to be limited. You don't want to be stuck going into a game saying, well, we can't put more than three receivers on the field, Um, because there may be a situation in the game where you would like to be able to do that, but you know that you're just throwing a losing matchup out there um same thing with these tight ends um carl durell's just improving his odds of being able to uh find success with heavy personnel um kind of interesting stuff to see um I, i i think that we likely will see one of these guys contribute but there there just isn't much tape on them and uh They're pretty young still, Um, and it could be that they come to Colorado and break out, or it could be that they just are depth pieces. Um, It is nice to have some news, though, I'll say that. Ooh, another piece of news. um, Colorado... Uh, could actually land Jabari Walker, the power forward. We will know tomorrow. Uh, we've talked about him in the past, how he's kind of crucial to rebuilding that big man rotation. Um, he's announcing his decision at 3 p.m. Mountain Time tomorrow on Tuesday. So uh, definitely pay attention to that. Um, Colorado's likely the favorite. Um, it's There are three teams left, though. Colorado obviously being one. Uh, St. Mary's being the other, and then Cal being the third. Um, So keep an eye out for that as well. The Buffs could be landing a basketball player tomorrow, and we'll talk about that if it happens. Um, Or even if it doesn't, we'll probably still talk about it. Um, Before we kind of talk about this offense a year from now, I want to tell you about all of our friends at Davidson's. Um, If you guys need to stock up on liquor, beer, or wine, or spirits, Davidson's is the place to go. They have two locations, one in Centennial, one in Highlands Ranch, and uh, they're still open. You can't go in and shop. Uh, You have to order through their app or order online or call. But the good news is they also have a loyalty program that you can access through the app. You'll get special deals, uh, discounts, Um, so... You should use the app anyway, actually. Um, The way it works is you can order through the app. You can decide whether you want to um, pick it up um, with the curbside pickup or have it delivered. Um, Really can't go wrong either way. But uh, yeah, they they give you discounts. They have all sorts of different alcohol, including Breckenridge Brewery's 15-can sampler. And you should be supporting them because again, it's another local business. Um, They know what they're doing. They'll get you all set up. Okay. Um, This 2021 offense. So we talked about what it will look like this year and some of the question marks that still exist. Um, You know, which of the receivers are going to be contributing this year? Um, What exactly do you have at quarterback? Is it Brendan Lewis? And if it is Brendan Lewis, can you throw a full playbook at him? Um, can You know, we, we just really don't know what he looks like. Um, the running backs you're confident in. Tight ends, you're more confident now. Um, but let's jump ahead to the 2021 season and start with the quarterback. So obviously, Brendan Lewis likely now has a year of experience under his belt. Um, or... It's either that or Tyler Lytle's going into his senior year um, with a year of experience under his belt, um, which is totally possible. Um, again, if I were putting money on it, I would say it's likely Brendan Lewis. Um, and so we're going to work under that assumption. I think that this is kind of the best case scenario is, is you know, for Carl Durrell, he knows that there's really no pressure to win in year one This is such a strange circumstance um, with him first getting the job in February after Mel Tucker uh, left for Michigan State, but then to miss out on spring practice and all this uncertainty if Colorado only wins two games next year. I don't think a lot of people would be too surprised. You know, I, I I, would definitely be at least a little bit surprised. I think this is a better football team than that. But at the end of the year, you could look back and say, eh, they didn't really get a fair shot. Obviously, this is something that he would never say. Nobody within the program would ever say. Um, but but I do think that it has to be in the back of your mind. And when you're trying to decide who to play at quarterback, that does make playing a true freshman quarterback just a little bit easier. Um, because, you know what? It, you, you're A lot of people expect this football team, to lose a lot of games next year. Um, you want to prove them wrong, and I think that you can prove them wrong, even with Brendan Lewis at a quarterback. But if you don't, then you're not really on the clock. Um, his clock, in my mind, in terms of evaluating him as a head coach, I you, you'll pick up on things during fall camp and pick up on things during the season. Is, are there... Um, I don't know. Is, is there a, a lack of focus from the team is the play calling working? Um, and if it's not, then does he take over as play caller from Darren Chevrini? You know, there'll be little things that you look at for sure. But in terms of just looking at the record, I, I don't think that the standards can be set too high for him in year one. Um, so that makes it easier to play Brendan Lewis. Um, and I think that that probably is the right move. Um, Because by next year, giving him a year of experience, he's going to be in really good shape. Um, Year three is when you expect a big jump, I would say. Um, But, you know, this gives you a chance to have a very high upside player next year. Um, From there, you look at the running backs. Alex Fontenot will be a senior. Jaron Mangum will be a junior. Ashad Clayton will be a sophomore. That running back stable, I mean, this is the prime year. This is the year that that group of running backs is likely building toward, and you're hoping that they're going to continue um, with that, continue building off of it going forward, kind of in the same way that the Buffs have built this receiver core. Um, It's just been year after year. They just have more guys ready to go. So you hope that Alex Fontenot is a senior. He graduates. You expect to take a drop back because you're losing your starter, but at the same time, Ashad Clayton could still be improving as a player, and maybe you're bringing in another highly rated commit behind him. Um, So you'd feel really good about these running backs. Um, Also, just speaking of tight ends, you still have Brady Russell. uh, You still have Jared Poplowski. Um, Offensive line, you lose Kerry Kutch, but depending on what decisions they make this year, they'll likely bring back the rest of their offensive line. Uh, going into that 2021 season the biggest question to me is whether William Sherman will declare early for the draft I think the odds are against it Um, I think in my bold predictions I wrote being the the year I said it would happen but that was kind of a bold prediction it's below 50 50 but uh, that is a possibility that he could be gone um, as disappointing as that would be he's a very talented football player so what you're seeing here is that you have a bunch of really good running backs your offensive line is essentially going to be the same um you're bringing back brady russell for his last year um these tight ends will still all be around and then uh, at receiver you lose katie nixon but you're you're getting a senior daniel arias you're getting a junior Dimitri stanley um That'd be a sophomore, Vontae Chenault, um, senior Maurice Bell, senior Jalen Jackson. Uh, meanwhile, Brendan Rice, uh, all these other guys, Keith Miller, um, who knows what you have there. But you should have the depth at that point to 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 lose a Katie Nixon. Um, that 2021 year looks really good. And again, the big question is quarterback. Is Brendan Lewis the guy? Um, or, you know, in that case you, you would have a really good team and you could have a senior quarterback and Tyler Lytle, if he wins that job, that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. In my mind, um, I, I think that there's, it's, it's, it's interesting watching this quarterback battle because I think people are rooting for Brendan Lewis but it isn't because they necessarily like Brendan Lewis better than Tyler Lytle. It's because they know that if Brendan Lew- Lewis wins that job, then he's going to be the guy for the next four years. And there's a good chance he's going to be s- capable of doing that job well because he was able to win it as an 18-year-old. And I think that the the best case scenario is that this true freshman quarterback is so good that you have to put him on the field and that's why people are pulling for him it's not because they don't like Tyler Lytle it's because you know if Tyler Lytle was the breakout guy then there's a good chance he would have taken over for Steven Montez at some point last year maybe not as the starter but you know when they were subbing in quarterbacks really late in games you know that Oregon game maybe instead of subbing the quarterback out with 4 minutes to go they'd say hey you take the last you take the whole fourth quarter you take mid third quarter on and see if we can develop you um i can't remember was that the game he got hurt when he went in or was he hurt before that game um wasn't expecting to talk about this but uh yeah he he did have the injury which is worth noting that meant he couldn't be on the field um but yeah, I, I think that it's just obvious that Brendan Lewis has the more upside, mostly because he's unknown, um, because we know nothing. And it could be that when he jumps into camp, he, he struggles and he does need time to develop. Um, but if he wins the job, that'd be a great sign for the Buffs. Meanwhile, though, if, if you look at what this team is going to be built out of next year, I don't know. That veteran offensive line those veteran running backs a bunch of talented receivers still veteran tight ends maybe you do just want to have a veteran quarterback who can get the job done or brendan lewis you know again he's he's the flashier option um i wish we could watch practices and i wish there were practices going on football be back soon i'm still pretty confident in that um i know there's a bunch of news that came up but I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about that stuff tomorrow. Um, President Trump talked with the commissioners of all the big sports leagues, except for the NCAA, which I thought was kind of weird, um, and said that he expects to have sports back, um, I think, August or September. Um, Likely with no crowds, but we'll see what is going on, and we'll probably talk about that tomorrow because it's interesting stuff um again we'll be talking or we'll be watching the national championship game from 1990 on saturday hopefully you'll join us for that these dmvr watches are a lot of fun um if you guys have any questions leave them in the comment section on of the post for today's show at ddnvr.com we'll get to those tomorrow as well hope you guys are holding up all right uh i'll see you tomorrow
0: Think they like my Colorado swag Cause when I'm in I don't really, I don't really know just how to act And when I'm in go You know I'm acting bad Holla get a bus with my Colorado swag My Colorado swag My Colorado swag I think they like, I think they like my Colorado swag My Colorado swag My Colorado swag man I swear, I think they like my Colorado swag My Colorado swag It's bitchin' what? Speed and pad competence, and see you later, baby. baby. Colorado Army with soldiers like the Navy. Yeah. And boat where we stationed, patiently awaiting. Boy. When I hit the field, it's so hard to behave. Yeah. I'm Colorado swagging at the crowd, do the wave. <sighs> Look into my eyes, I can tell that you afraid. Uh-huh. Cause you know we finna hit ya, Hit ya, hit, you. hit, you. hit you. Hey. Hey. you on your own now. Why you watching the official? Yeah. You just better hold the next whistle and we ain't playing with you you can get it anytime Team at the I team. think they like my <laughs> Colorado sway. Cause when I'm in it play, I don't really, I don't really know just how to act. And when I'm in it go, you know I'm acting bad. Holla, get a bus with my Colorado sway. My Colorado sway, my Colorado sway. I think they like, I think they like my Colorado sway. My Colorado sway, my Colorado sway. Might not swear, I think they like my Colorado sway. Have you ever seen a rain- Black deck, blind side, no revival. Get them bucks, get them bucks, mess them up, we say we got them. If we don't, then we'll get them when we see them. Then we add them. Like my Colorado Sway, cause when I'm in it play, I don't really, I don't really know just how to act. And when I'm in it go, you know I'm acting bad. Holly, get them bust with my Colorado Sway, my Colorado Sway, my Colorado Sway. I think they like I. (inaudible) they like my Colorado sway, my Colorado sway, my Colorado sway. Man, I swear I think they like my Colorado. I think they like my Colorado Cause when I'm in it, play, I don't really, I do really know just how to act. And when I'm in it, go, you know I'm acting bad. Holly get a buzz with my Colorado sway, my Colorado sway, my Colorado sway. I think they like, I think they like my Colorado sway, my Colorado sway, my Colorado. I don't sway, Man, I swear I think they like my Colorado sway